Good morning and welcome to today's podcast, your daily PPE podcast, your daily devotion from the Psalms, the Proverbs, and the Ecclesiastes. Today is Friday and what a beautiful day it is. I know we've had some snow here and been snowed in just a little bit, but I got to tell you this morning was just beautiful to wake up to the sunshine and uh, the snow on the ground. Looks cold outside, but uh, what a great day the Lord has made. It's a the snow is and nature and everything that we see is such a miracle by what God does and what He has done and what He continues to do for us. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today in our portion of the Psalms that we're studying, Psalm 78. We're going to be looking at verses 9 through 16 this morning. <clears throat> and the title of today's devotion as we go into Friday, as it's Friday, February the 4th, the title of today's devotion is By Faith. It's by faith that we serve the Lord. It's by faith <clears throat> that we worship Him. And um, it's by faith that we know who He is and know of him. Psalms chapter 78 verses 9 through 16. Let's start with verse number 9. The Bible says, The warriors of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned their backs and fled on the day of battle. Let's just stop right there for just a few minutes. So now in the past, for the first eight verses, Asaph has been giving some instructions Um, He's gotten the reader's attention. Um, Now he will bring up one of the last tribes that was added to the 12 tribes of Israel, which is Ephraim. Ephraim was um, Joseph's second son. There was Ephraim and Manasseh. And if you remember back in the book of Genesis, Jacob, who was Joseph's father, adopted both of these sons. There is no tribe of Joseph. Joseph got a double portion, and so both of his sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, was adopted into Jacob's family and become two of the tribes of Israel. This is a thought, um, the thought, I'm sorry here, this thought here that Asaph is having is that Ephraim is one of the largest tribes of Israel especially after the dividing of the kingdom. You remember in Solomon's day, uh, the people of Israel divided. The 11 tribes divided and become Israel, and the tribe of Judah broke off and become its own nation. And of the tribes of Israel, uh, Ephraim is thought to have been the biggest or have the most uh, most people in it. Uh, so it would have been thought to be the most powerful. Um, and uh, But at the same time, this tribe was also one of the tribes that led the nation of Israel into pagan worship. So in the next few verses, uh, verses 10 through 16, Asaph is going to use the wording they, but this they that he's referring to is not just the tribe of Ephraim, but it's this whole nation of Israel. It's all the tribes together. So, Asaph says, The warriors of Ephraim, verse number 9, once again, though armed with bows, turned their backs and fled on the day of battle. Verse number 10, They did not keep God's commandment or his covenant, 
and they refused to live by his instructions. They forgot what he had done, the great wonders he had shown to them, the miracles he did for their ancestors on the plain of Zon in the land of Egypt. For he divided the sea and led them through, making the water stand up like walls. In the daytime he led them by a cloud, and at and all night by a pillar of fire. He split open the rocks in the wilderness to give them water as from a gushing spring. In verse number 16, he made streams pour from the rock, making the waters flow down like a river. The thought of Asaph here is simply this, or the the big idea of this section of scripture, is that God performed many signs and miracles for the people of Israel. He continued to do miracles and show them that he existed, that he was truly God, Jehovah, the God most powerful. But it doesn't matter what he does or what he did, because in true life, in real life, miracles can and will never cause people to follow after God. It's a faith thing. So if you go back to the, the, the time of Egypt and the, and the people of Israel, and you read about that in the Exodus, I mean, God was performing these miracles right in front of the Pharaoh of Egypt. But even, even the Pharaoh, he could not believe and would not believe because it's not miracles that cause us to follow after the Lord. Even some of the Israelites still didn't believe, even after all these miracles. Asaph mentions the key miracles in this, in this whole story of the Exodus. First of all, he mentions the miracles in the plain of Zon in the land of Egypt. And these were the ten plagues that God brought, that God brought on the land of Egypt. And of how he spared Israel from these plagues. You remember the plagues. There was the frogs, the locusts. Um, the darkness, and then to top it all off, there was the the death of the firstborn, the death angel come over, and Israel was spared of all these plagues, and Egypt was being utterly destroyed, but yet the Pharaoh wouldn't believe, and even some of the even some of the Israelites wouldn't believe. Then, as they're led out of Egypt, just like God said they would be. God separated the waters of the Red Sea. The whole Israelite nation, some two million people, crossed the Red Sea on dry land. And then after they crossed, the Egyptian army tried to follow them, and the Red Sea drowned the whole entire Egyptian army. God then directed the nation of Israel where to go, and he did this by a cloud uh, a fire at night so they could see and a cloud of smoke during the day. And, and this was the representation of God's presence, which represents to us today the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And then when the people needed water, you remember the stories. God split the rocks and water came out. Moses touched the rocks and water came out. He threw a branch into the waters that was bitter and God, and God healed it. And, and the thought here is, is simply this, Ephraim, who was the biggest, the most powerful, the most pure people, the very son of Joseph, who, by the way, Joseph undergone so many signs and miraculous 
signs that God was in working in his life and God portrayed his power through Joseph and wisdom through Joseph. And so even Joseph's own son, Ephraim, even though the biggest and the most powerful, not even then or not even him or not even them, those people saw all this happening in the miraculous signs and it still did not cause them to follow after the Lord. They still, the Bible says here, Asaph says, um, he makes mention that even though they were armed with bows, this means they were prepared for battle against the the enemy. They had everything they needed. They saw everything they needed to see. But in the heat of the battle, they walked away from God too. They walked away from his blessing and they walked away from his promises. This psalm points out a very, very important fact that so many people fall into in this day and time. They believe, and I have even heard people say, if God would do this for me, then I would believe. If God would heal so-and-so for me, then I would know he was God. If God would just prove to me by one miracle of who he was, then I would believe. And that's simply not true. The fact is simply this. God could, and he would do any miracle that would prove to you that he was God. If he knew it would cause you to turn or his, or people to turn, turn and follow him. But the fact of the matter is, it's not miracles. It's not healings. It's not even when someone raises from the dead. Not even a resurrection will cause people to believe in God. It's simply faith. Honest, humbling faith that causes them to trust in God. The writer of Hebrews, the Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You see, in Asaph's time, he knows this and he's writing about this. In the beginning stages of the nation of Israel, God knew this. It wasn't going to take miracles. It was going to take faith in God. In our day and time, God knows this too. People who truly follow after Jesus know this as well. It's faith that makes us whole. It's faith that makes us healed. It's faith that makes us complete. It's faith that makes us cleansed from our sins. It's faith that will take us into eternity with God forever. It's faith. The covenant that we have with God through Jesus Christ is by faith. Will you trust in him today by faith? If we will simply trust in him by faith, then we would see the miracles that he performs. We will see the provisions that come through him. God's waiting to reveal himself to you and to us through faith. But it's only through faith. So many times Jesus did healing as he walked the face of this earth. And so many times his words were, your faith has made you whole. You see, it's not the miraculous. Because sometimes the miraculous doesn't happen except through faith. And faith is the miraculous. You can look outside today and you can see the miracle of nature, of snow, 
the beauty that God has given to us. It's right in front of our very eyes. And yet, so many today will reject Jesus and the saving power that he has. Will you trust in him today by faith? Whatever situation you're going through, whatever problem you may be facing, I guarantee you, if you will trust in Jesus by faith, he will turn your life around. Heavenly Father, thank you for this words of wisdom from Asaph. Thank you for this psalm today, God, and what it shows and what it proves to us. I pray today, God, that your people will trust in you by faith. God, I pray that they would put their faith in you today. And God, by faith, you will move mountains for them. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. And thank you for your love today, Lord. We thank you for who you are, not for what you do, but who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you and thank you for joining me today on this cold, wintry day at this podcast. I pray that God will do wonderful and miraculous things in your life, and I pray that you will trust in him by faith. I'm believing God to do great things in your life, and I would love to hear from you and love to know what God is doing. So have a wonderful day. Stay safe, stay warm, and know that God is blessing you today.